Hello, hello. My name is Bunny, and welcome to this week's edition of Spirit Storytime. Today, I'm going to do kind of a short one. It's going to be just a little bit of one. Just talking about one of our channeling tools that we have, which we can use to speak to spirit or our higher self or spirit guides. Some people would say we could even use this to speak to our inner selves, our conscious our subconscious, that kind of thing. So what a automatic writing is, it's a state where you put yourself, usually through meditation, where then you use something. Now, generally the three tools that people use for automatic writing, the first one being a little bit controversial is the spirit board or Ouija board. And that is where you have... Uh, placard um, and you have a board that has the uh, letters of the alphabet usually the numbers uh, zero through nine as well as yes and no I can't remember if they have high and by on them as well <laughs> but uh, when I was a child my parents actually purchased this for us uh, it was a board game <laughs> and I was about I think 11 or 12 years old and my parents purchased this for uh, my siblings and I as a board game as a gift for Christmas. It was uh, not understood I think by them as to the significance that it held. Uh, we did use it a f few times and there were some things that uh, we some experiences we had which frightened us of course as kids and um you know i'm not sure we understood the significance of protection or um i don't want to say protection but but kind of like protection or shielding from entities and from things that could come through the board uh now for the second option is a pen and paper so this is just where you would or I shouldn't even say pen because it could be a pencil, it could be a crayon, it could be paintbrush, it could be, uh, you know, a, anything, anything that you could use your hand to um, to actually write words. Uh, now, this can this is like the most common and the first kind of recorded things that people would use. The last, finally, is the digital media. So this is using keyboards, tablets, that sort of thing. So it's the same thing as writing, just instead of writing uh, with your hand, you're actually typing with the keyboard, just like you're typing when uh, you type any of your internal thoughts and thoughts that you want to put on paper. Now, with automatic writing, I, um, I actually do believe that there are times where fiction so books and movies and tv shows and that sort of thing can have come from automatic writing and the reason that i say this is because i myself when i was a youngster uh so in like grade six and higher i started learning about creative writing and some of the first things that they tell you to do in creative writing is to brainstorm your ideas and then to do a first draft second draft final copy or third draft however many drafts you need until you get that final polished coffee copy now brainstorming to me was like the 
worst thing. I hated it. I hated brainstorming. And the reason that I hated brainstorming is a lot of times my brainstorming session would not match what I wound up doing in the piece that I wound up writing. And it was a weird thing for me because I didn't know where the thing was coming and I didn't even think about it beforehand. So a lot of times people would say, well, use your imagination. But the thing of it is, even with my imagination, it has to be guided in some way. But these things were not guided by me internally. These things just kind of came out of what seemingly was nowhere. These stories. And to the point where sometimes um, things would happen and I would be surprised by them. Now, if I'm using my own imagination to, to create these stories, I don't know how it is that I'm surprised by what is happening. So that is something um, that is interesting. I do know that there are people who are authors who say that, that they, the books did not belong to them or the TV show or the movie did not belong to them because it came from somewhere outside of themselves. I have a little bit of a differing view on that in, yes, it doesn't belong to them. And yes, it came out of maybe the human consciousness or the universal consciousness, but it's this, it's still like came through you, you and you're the translator of it. So I think it's still okay to kind of, you know, in our 3d world, label it as, uh, you know, with your own name on it. That's fine. Now, um, some few interesting things that actually happened was many times my dad used to tell me that I should be a writer. I loved to read. I loved to write. I journaled a lot. Now journaling, of course, those were my own thoughts and ideas. And I wrote them down. And those were my inner feelings. And, you know, sometimes if you get stuck, journaling can help you get past those. Automatic writing is a little bit different in that you can either write down or think of a question that you want answered. Try not to have a yes or no question because those are a little bit simple um, and they don't really allow the creativity of the situation of the answer to come through. So whether you are speaking to uh, through automatic writing, you could be speaking to your higher self your spirit guides, angels, um, you know, p deceased loved ones, anybody, like an alien, uh, you know, anything, uh, a different dimensional being. Now, of course, you have to be kind of like aware of where these are coming from. Now, some people do automatic writing in a trance-like trans state where their eyes are actually closed and they just kind of let the pen or the typing just go through. Now, I myself, when I've practiced automatic writing, the, one of the first things that happens with me is that I start to go, I start to question. But I mean, I have the same thing when I've done some, you know, gotten some um, medium or psychic uh, messages is I also question is that me is that my imagination was that something that that I kind of created myself and not it wasn't actually from somewhere else again I have had times where I have 
written or even said something that there was no way that I could have known that. And uh, I just kind of had this inner knowing. It all comes through, obviously, through the different senses, the different ways, just like the Claire's, like we spoke about with the psychic uh, medium episode where there's the different Claire's and the different ways that you can get the information. Now, some people may hear, some people may just know, some people may just feel, and or they'll see, you know, some people might see a picture, because that's why I said even a paintbrush, because you could get a message that way, even um, music, you know, there are many composers of music who have said that they don't know where the song came from. They just woke up one day and it was there or, you know, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of different ways that you can actually do uh, automatic writing. Now, in my case, my my automatic writing is literally writing with words. Um, so the funny thing is that uh, I'd say about a year and a half ago, I went to a um, a meeting, uh, with, uh, a small group of women and I wasn't, they were offering free readings over on the internet and over Facebook. And I sent a message in and I think that it was offered in like May or June. And they said, yep, you can come in September. And I was like, okay, thought that's an awfully long, long time, but okay set a reminder in my phone and my calendar and I got a reminder email about a week beforehand and then a few days beforehand with the address of where I had to be. It was in a town that's not too far or a city that's not too far away called St. Catharines. It's a little bit bigger city than Niagara Falls and I drove there, drove, you know, followed the GPS, got to the house, didn't know what I was expecting. I had no idea. The what these three ladies do is they do a meditation and then they write out the messages that they receive for you. They write the messages out that they receive and then they hand them to you and send you on your way. So you don't actually have time to question them, to ask them what they mean or to for them to embellish on anything. That's just it. And I think only one of them even signed the bottom of the letter um, or I like of what the note is that she gave me so I didn't even know their names I knew one of the people and and she is uh, actually a friend of mine on Facebook the other two from what I understand don't uh, don't participate in Facebook so one of them actually said to me or they asked me some questions like what is it at the beginning what is it that you want to tap into at the time and even still today, I have a lot of faith in spirit. And that spirit is going to tell me the messages and the things that I need to know now. I don't necessarily need to ask any questions like, what is this going to happen? It's more, what, it was, what is it that I need to know? Right at this moment, what do I need to know? And let me know it. So they asked for a little bit of background. And I told them that it had been about 10 months since Steve had passed away. And that... Uh, you know, I, I was connecting with him and that I would write him journals. What happened was after Steve passed away, because he was the person who I talked, I talked to him. We talked to each other all day long. We texted each other. We, I talked to him on the phone when I was on breaks at work. Um, he text, he called me when he was on lunch at work. 
in the middle of the night, if one of us got up to go to the washroom, it woke the other person up, we would sit and talk sometimes for a half an hour to two hours, just laying in bed, just talking about anything, anything in the world. We talked a lot. <laughs> so I really missed talking to him. Now I could still talk to him, but my feelings still felt stuck. So what I started doing was I started journaling to him every day when I really wanted to talk to him. I would journal to him and I would write to him. Sometimes I would write to him multiple times a day for many months, probably seven or eight months continuously. I wrote to him every single day. Then there was a, you know, a day where I forgot that day. Then I actually kind of felt bad about it. But then I was like, no, it's okay. Like, it just means that, you know, the process is going. Now I sometimes don't write to him for over a month. But I still talk to him every day. Like, I still communicate with him every day. But the writing was something different. So I had told them that at this point, I pretty much was writing to him every day. So all of a sudden, one of the ladies said, oh, you're the person I got the writing one for. Okay. I had no idea what she was talking about. She talked about it later because what she had put, she asked me, have you ever heard of automatic writing? And in the message that she sent, that she got for me was, it told me that automatic writing was something that I should look into. And that when I write in my dominant hand, that's me. When I, and when I ask Steve a question, when I want to come, communicate with Steve. I write in my dominant hand, that's me. And writing in my non-dominant hand, that's his response. Now, the funny thing about that is I'm right-handed and he was left-handed. So literally to me, that would represent me and him. So I would write with my dominant hand, which is the right hand, and he was left-handed. My non-dominant hand is my left hand. So it made complete sense to me that that would, it, it was kind of like a synchronicity that it would work out that way. So I said, okay, thank you for that. Now, it's not the first time I had heard about automatic writing. I had attempted it myself a few times, going into meditations. We've talked about meditations. I talked about meditation, I think, my first uh, full episode. Actually, I don't think. I know. So episode number two was meditations. And I talk about my difficulties that I've had in meditations. So, of course, that was a little bit frustrating and daunting that I would have to meditate to be able to get into an automatic writing state, especially when I had known that there have been previous times in my life where I've written things for school, like a, a book, say, for example, and I know that I didn't make that up, that it came from somewhere other than me. And so as for, I didn't know what it was at that time, how to label it, but now I understood that, that that's called automatic writing. Well, I have done a couple of sessions uh, with automatic writing with Steve, of course. And um, I've looked into other things and I've been taking courses and developing in other areas of my spirituality. I was actually just reminded eight days ago <laughs> during a phone coaching session, a spiritual uh, coaching session, that I said something about automatic writing. And he said, are you doing it? Are you automatic writing? And it wasn't until that moment that I had said to him that the last experience that I had was actually a hurtful experience. It was, it was something that um, I didn't enjoy. And so I actually have not attempted it since. The funny thing about that is, um, 
I can't remember when it was, but a, a few months ago, sometime, you know, from, I think it might, maybe it was November, just maybe it was November. Um, I saw for the first time a trans channeler in person. So I have seen many trans channelers uh, online through YouTube and that sort of thing. One of the most famous ones would probably be Abraham Hicks. And this was a time that we have one locally here. Well, we have multiple ones locally here, but we have one locally here. Her name is Deborah Hannaford, and she channels uh, for the group We Are One. And I think that's what it's called. And she can be found on Facebook, uh, websites, that sort of thing. And she was speaking at the circle, the meditation circle that they would hold monthly in St. Catharines at Soul, Soul Sisters. So it, it was my first time being able to see that. So I went to go watch it. And she asked if uh, there were people, they did a draw for if there were people who had questions. And the names were getting pulled out. And I said, I don't want to get my name pulled out. I don't want to get my name pulled out because I didn't have a question really. And then I came up with a question and lo and behold, my name got pulled out. And what my question was, I asked if I could do what she does, which is to channel. And she said, because <laughs> she does the trance channeling, she said, Maya, I think Maya, I think that's what the name is of the person who speaks through her. She said to me, you can, but I see you doing it more through automatic writing. So it was a reminder again that automatic writing is something that I should pursue likely at this time. So I decided that at that time, which was months ago now, okay, I will get on it again. I still haven't, but I will. I'm sure I'll be able to update you as to my next attempts. Um, there is something else that happened more recently as well that I wanted to kind of explain. I actually found myself waking up with my hands moving in almost what appeared to be like a sign language or symbols with my hands making, you know, making the, the movements kind of like a sign language. I don't, I did not recognize it as ASL or American Sign Language. Um, I only know the alphabet though, so I, I'm not sure about that. But I didn't have any control over the hand movements. They were just moving. Um, they were doing, you know, some kind of interest. And so I do believe that there was a download happening um, and that consciously I was unaware of it, but my hands were doing the movements. So I do believe that there is also ways that people can, um, you know, use like a sign language or symbols through the hands as well, if you're not actually doing the writing. But yeah, so, um, you know, maybe let me know what, uh, if you have any experiences of automatic writing, if you look into doing some automatic writing, what kind of, uh, you know, questions and concerns and that sort of thing that you might have, even some tips if, you, if you've been successful at automatic writing. The biggest thing that I've seen uh, when I've done some research on it is just the fact that you should um, kind of meditate and get into like a meditative or, um, you know, alpha wave state um, uh, for your brain. And let things flow. So don't worry about punctuation or spelling. Don't worry about what it is that you're writing. Just kind of try to write it. And then the biggest thing was to practice. So just keep 
practicing, keep doing it. The more often you do it, the better you'll get, just like everything else. Although there are some people who automatically can just write. There have been complete books that have been um, downloaded and people just scribe them out, the, the, the automatic writing. So, I mean, it is, you know, it depends on what it is that the strength that you're allowing that I think honestly in the channeling the biggest issue is that trust and um, giving over the control of somebody to use your body to either speak or write for you um, use kind of you they would use your tools like you as a tool and I think that that's the biggest hurdle, probably in my my case, um, is just the idea that something maybe would get in and not come back out. Maybe that's why I'm a little bit better with the automatic writing, because I do understand that I can tap into that without letting somebody take complete control. But again, you could do this with your eyes open, your eyes closed. Don't try to consciously read what it is you're writing or even make sense of it. I know that's going to be hard. Just write the things down. Write what you get. Trust that it is what it is. And practice. I hope that you have a lot of success. Uh, we'll see what it is that next week brings. Again, my name is Bunny and this was Spirit Storytime. Bye-bye.